What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, codenamed WBB. I am your host, Daniel Artest. KDOT is not here today. So we're just going to keep it short and sweet, and we're just going to get right into it. I'm at home chilling, basically. And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, we don't even talk about the National Championship game. So here we are, talking about the National Championship game, just giving y'all my thoughts, my opinions on on things that I've observed. All right, so let's just get right into it. We already know, obviously, that South Carolina won the national championship game over UConn, 64-49 to to win their second national championship. Uh, Destiny Henderson had a great game, 26 points and four assists. Aaliyah Boston, another double-double, 30 on the year, 11 points and 16 rebounds. And Zia Cook had 11 points and five rebounds. And for UConn, Paige Beckers had 14 points, Caroline Ducharme had nine points, and Aaliyah Edwards had eight points, okay? When I was taking my notes, I was just really doing some, you know, observations and stuff like that. And what really came out to me was, like, I enjoyed how South Carolina came out hitting first, actually, you know, jumping out to that 13-2 lead early in those first few minutes of the games. And and, and in those first few minutes of the game, they had seven offensive offensive rebounds, and they scored nine second-chance points. And they had too much size for UConn this entire game. And the dominance on the boards, you know, really showed. And from a guard's perspective, you know, Zia Cook, she came out like game busters. She scored like eight quick points in the first quarter, 11 for the half. And then the Henny goddess, you know, Destiny Henderson, hit uh, her first three threes in a row in the first half, 11 points in the first half for her too as well. And for UConn, though, I thought that Paige should have shot more. She started out a little bit slow. And this is a one-off game, the national championship game. There's no series. There's no best of five or seven or whatever. You know, it's one game. I thought that she should have been more aggressive and getting more shots up and stuff because, you know, she was able to get to her spots when she wanted to. You know what I mean? And you've seen it in the second quarter when she was getting to those spots. She kind of turned up a little bit, you know what I mean, scoring nine points in that quarter. The way they defended Paige the entire game, I guess it kind of like, you know, flustered her a little bit. But I, I did like the run that UConn made in the second quarter, though, when um Ducharme and Paige went on a 9-0 run. They went off a little bit to get it to single digits going into the half. But South Carolina, they was just so deep as a team. You know, they had seven players scoring in that first half. And as they started off the first quarter, they started the third quarter on a 9-0 run. And they locked up UConn in the process. You know, they kept UConn scoreless for the first five minutes of that third quarter. UConn ended up going on a 10-0 run in the second part of that third quarter. I just wish that they had the mindset to come out and build on that momentum to cut that lead in the first half to single digits and, and everything, you know I mean? Maybe the game could have been a, went a different way. Not saying that they would have won, but it could have been a little bit closer. They didn't attack in the third quarter at all. To be honest, just in the end, South Carolina was just too good for UConn. And you can see it on Gino Oriama's face throughout the game, even when he did the interview between quarters and stuff. He had no answers. And, and you know, that's crazy for a coach like that. You could just see it in his face like he was just like, yeah, it's not our game today. We're going to be 11-1 and one in national championship games. It's a wrap. <laughs> I want to give some players their flowers, and I want to talk about uh, Bria Bill real quick and her de- her defensive uh, performance through the Elite Eight, the Final Four, in the national championship game, locking down Peyton Broski, locking down Haley Van Lift, who was scoring 20 points in every game up until she met her, and also holding uh, Christian Williams from UConn to, to zero points. We should call it the, um, the Bria Bill... Supermax facility for women because she had them ladies in hell. 
to be honest. And that's just my personal opinion on that. And I enjoyed that defensive performance that she put on and everything. Like It was crazy. So she basically held three players in the Elite Eight, Final Four, and the National Championship game to a combined 14 points. That's that's crazy. And yeah, Christian Williams did score, but the game was already decided and, and Brea was on the bench already. Kudos, kudos to Brea Bill. And I want to, I hope that she gets more national attention for her defense and, and being contentioned for some of these uh, Defensive Player of the Year awards next year because that performance was amazing, you know what I mean, during this entire run. I enjoyed it and I hope that she really gets that attention that she deserves going into next season. And um, you know, we got to talk about the handy goddess. Destiny Henderson, uh, she had a big-time game. And besides the offensive stuff, you know, what I loved about her game as well was that she was locked in on the defensive end. You know, she used her athleticism to have harass Paige Beckers on the on the perimeter. You know, I love that she's a really sound defender, by the way. You know, low-key sound defender. You see how she get in her stance, you know, the proper stance and everything like that. Slide her feet, not crossing her legs. Kids, pay attention when y'all watching these players play. Y'all can learn a lot from them. And, you know, we talked about Bria on the wing defending as well. But kudos to to um, Destiny Henderson for her efforts on the wing as well defending. And, and then on offense, I loved how she took care of the ball, how she played with poise. And she scored when her team needed it. I was really impressed with how she went out with her last college game ever as she's going on to the W, you know, 26 big points. It's like her stock hit at the right time. And I really hope that she goes to a team that can use her and things like that because I think that she's going to have a nice long career in the W when it's all said and done. We got to talk about Aaliyah Boston, all right? I'm super proud of Aaliyah, right? You know, coming off that loss... Last year, when she's crying and stuff off the putback miss uh, against Stanford, and you know that video, that image is being played everywhere, and I just really love how she went to work in the off season, getting in better shape, working with Tim Duncan on her post moves, her footwork, you know everything, and you could tell it was worth it. You seen the work put in in the off season showed all season long with her dominance on both sides of the ball, and when it mattered most. The tournament time, she shined. 16.8 points a game and 15 rebounds in the tournament. She's the only person to, to win a national championship while averaging 15 and 15. 30 double-doubles on the season. And in that span, 27 of those double-doubles came consecutively. It was really dope. She had an amazing season. And, and individually, like, look at the award she won. And just bear with me as I, you know, lay it down real quick. She won the, the SEC play of the year. The SEC Defensive Player of the Year, the Naismith Player of the Year, the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year, the Wade Trophy winner, the United States Basketball Writers Association Player of the Year, Associated Press Player of the Year, the Lisa Leslie Award winner, the Final Four Most Outstanding Player, the Wooden Award a winner. Obviously, we know she's a national champion as well. I'm just, I'm just amazed. And I just have so much admiration for, for Alaire, how she responded to everything, just facing all that adversity head on and coming out on top. You know what I mean? She's for real. She's for real. And I feel like next year she's going to do it again. She can actually sweep all these awards again. But, yeah, let's move on. I want to talk about Coach Don Staley real quick, you know, becoming the first black coach to win multiple titles. You know, personally, I just think that is amazing what she's done, creating this school into a powerhouse. You know, just being a player's coach. And having her team buy into her philosophies, man, you know. And as a player myself, I love player coaches. I know for a fact that it's a joy, you know, to play for, for a coach like that. 
You know, we need more coaches like her. We need more black coaches at the helms of these big schools, too, as well. I just admire Coach Staley so much, you know, from the sideline swag. You can see the Philly flavor glowing at all times when she's, you know, in her bag with, with the gear. You see it, man. It's just so dope, you know, and and how she shows love to, to those that support her. Like, my favorite moment was when she shared the championship trophy with the, with the band. I thought that was pretty dope. Oh, yeah, Coach Staley, I know that you was giving nets out to the black journalists. You know, hey, we almost have 50 shows, so this is my, you know, olive branch. Like, hey, we get one of them nets, all right? Now I'm just playing, though. But, you know, we appreciate everything that, that you're doing and stuff. And then you had an amazing eight months, Coach Staley winning that Olympic gold medal, coaching Team USA, now winning that national championship. She's at the top of the mountain right now. And the way it's looking, she's going to hold it down for a little bit. So I think that y'all fans should just get comfortable because it's a new era of basketball. I can't wait to see how South Carolina responds with the big target on their back now. Here's my prediction for next year. They win it all again, right? No losses. Undefeated season next year. I'm calling it right here. Right now, it's an undefeated season next year. You know, my, my, my final thoughts is is basically congratulations to the South Carolina Gamecock, Gamecocks on winning this uh, national championship. You know, they had an amazing season, right? Every week when the top 25 came out, they was number one all the way through. They had a program record 35 wins. They went 14-0 against ranked opponents, and they just won their second national title in five years. It's a legendary season, and shout-out to South Carolina. Remember, I'm going to say it again, though. They're going undefeated next year, and they're going to win it all. Simple as that. I just feel like with the transfer portal and the players they're going to get, the players they got already, and adding with with um, Aaliyah Boston and, and other players that's coming in, like freshmen and stuff that's highly touted. I know I heard, I heard a lot about Raven Johnson, too, as well. I just feel like they it's, it's their title to take, and I just feel like with the the focus of wanting it more, because to taste that that championship champagne, it really hits different, and no other champagne tastes like championships um, champagne. And once you taste it, you're going to want more. And I feel like they're going to even be super laser focused again this season, um, their next season coming up. I think that they're going to really make a mark. Aaliyah's going to go out on top and she's not going to lose a game next year. That's how I feel. All right, with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Keeping It 9450, codenamed WBB. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keeping It 9450 WBB. I'm Daniel Artest. K-Dot, wish you was here, man, but it is what it is. I had to hold it down by myself. Love is love. Peace.